Hey everybody, we at Podgave Rock and Roll Do You want to make it clear that we don't mean any offense by our comments, critiques, or opinions. We're not music critics, just buddies that use talking about music as an excuse to hang out. Also, our language is intended for adult ears. Enjoy! Cause I'm in the shit house Wish I played in a rock and roll band Somebody give me a dollar bill So I can pass out It being 420, well, first of all, first question is, you know, knowing you guys smoke weed, right? A lot, yeah. I've been there too. <laughs> I do not anymore. Oh, I uh, smoke but I so did. much weed. Just as much as I did. <laughs> Just as much as I, Josh remembers I smoke, that is oh how God. much I still smoke. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't smoke during the day as much anymore. Like, like when I work, like I'm not high throughout the day, but. Uh, You're not up with like a bowl and call. What what is your mode of smoking now? Is it a pen? Is it a joint? It's actually mostly a a bowl and or a pen. So I have both a pen and I have a bowl. And like the pen is for like when I'm walking my dog, and the bowl (laughs) is for like as soon as I'm done with work. Like I go, you know. I thought you were. I thought you were going to say as soon as I'm done walking my dog. The uh, uh, so so you don't fuck with gummies and edibles. oh I do I I had uh, multiple gummies today as well I, uh, <laughs> I just sprinkle on your cereal yes there that's, oh, that's like candy you know I'm just eating it like candy it's, you know throughout the day uh, it's dessert you know after it's, dinner it's your lucky charms yes yeah. yes <laughs> I must say I did have a gummy last week I went to Mar- Super Mario Land at Universal. Uh-huh. Yes. That, was That's, perfect. that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Prime gummy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, a couple questions. For some rapid fire 420 questions. First time you smoked? Oh, my God. Uh, when I was probably, uh, I was 16. Uh, me and two friends, backyard, uh, just got some off of another friend and, and tried it. And, uh, yeah. I remember we were jumping on the trampoline. We were, and uh, we we smoked some weed and then we were jumping on the trampoline and I was like, "This is the greatest moment of my life." So, so you got high, the <laughs> and first it still time. is. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're selling it's still not, just as record, good as it was. <laughs> uh, but but you did get high the first time. Yes, yes, very high. Okay, yeah. Neil, what about you? Um. Well, I remember. I can't remember his name, but it was uh. A guy I met in high school, we, we were just kind of cruising around, went out to this, uh, I don't know, It was a, it's it's a really foggy memory. Apparently, I did get high. Um, <laughs> or you're just yeah, old. Outside of a trailer home in Pennsylvania, because uh, PA was only like a 15-minute drive from my hometown. But it was funny, I, I ended up running into him at a bar maybe a couple of years ago. And it was so funny reminiscent about like 20 years later, like it was you motherfucker. Um, and we started this together. <laughs> Let's end it tonight. Let's now it's ended. <laughs> you know, it's good weed when it's smoked outside of a trailer. That's, that's how you know. Or, really or laced with something that <laughs> is going to make it much better than it should be. Um, <laughs> the first time I did it was like probably 15, 16, like you, I think I was a, either front, a, freshman or sophomore in high school out at the levee on the catwalk with some kids who might, cause my brother was all like, 
against weed you know he was a senior and he was like weed's oh, bad really? and i was just like fuck off and then of course he you know was a huge pothead but yeah. I, and i had to go home because i was with my dad and he had i had a ridiculously early curfew at my dad's because he was a strict asshole sometimes and <laughs> get home he's watching patch adams so I just I sit I lay on the couch and just watch Patch Adams with him and I laughed a lot. I've never seen the movie. That's since, not, a, so I'm not a comedy that movie. <laughs> so uh, you know I guess I got high too. So maybe the the you don't get high the first time you do it theory is is debunked right well, here. The, um, my brother's two and a half years younger than me, and when I first started, I remember coming in the door one night and he's like, he looked at me. He's like, "You're so stupid." <laughs> And, and you were then, just like blowing smoke <laughs> rings, like, bro. And then I one think, day, man. Literally a week later, he's like, "Let's go, let's do this." <laughs> let's do this. Okay, so second question: This being a rock and roll themed podcast, is if you had one rock and roller from any time that you would want to get high with, who would it be? We do one dead, one alive. Ooh. Yeah, if you want, give us your give us your dead and alive one. Um, I have a couple choices, but I do think the best hang would be Sturgill. Okay, that's a good call. Mm-hmm. I picked also someone who's living, and it would be Eddie Vedder because Ooh. I think the, sto- really the stories good. you could get there, like bridging yeah. certain gaps, like he kind of has been there so long, probably knew a lot of the guys from before, and a lot of people we like. It's a very good pick. Yeah, it's a very good pick. That is a good one. Yeah. All right, Kersner, what you got? Yeah, Bob Dylan. Easy. Ah. Yeah. The stories. Yeah. You know, I could ask him what the fuck he was talking about in Visions of Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... I, but then he I, wouldn't tell you. I, yeah, I would love would to smoke crazy. with Bob, but I feel like, yeah, he wouldn't tell you shit. He'd just be very quiet. <laughs> you know what it is? It's like, also, there's no, like, you know, it'll just be so chill. Like, he's not someone that's going to, like, take you on a walk. I mean, at this age now, but either way. But uh, he's not someone, I think, even back then, that would take you on some, like, wild night of, like, rock and roll partying. Like, yeah. I feel like it would be, he knows how to just get high and hang out. Yeah, I, I would I would assume so. Uh, all right, so we all three named living musicians yeah. from completely different eras, actually, yeah. which is that was cool. interesting. Uh, yeah. N- Neil, you you want to give us your dead one? Sure, I would get with the same reason for Sturgill. I would go with Dwayne Allman, but let's just mix it up. Let's go full in, go Jim Morrison. <laughs> that's the no fucking way hell yeah no, yeah, I feel like he would be so annoying he'd be like oh god do I have to listen to this guy talk for more for one night for one night it'd be uh, yeah it'd be great oh that's amazing alright Matt you got a you got a dead one you could I, I'll go with Jerry Garcia <sighs> yeah yeah just cause you know just to I don't even sense. he doesn't even need to say a word like I would just the one <laughs> I just want to sit next to him. So it would like, be extremely awkward. Yeah, you know, I'm down saying. with that. I'm yeah. down with that. I'm perfectly fine uh, with that. I'm gonna go uh, way back and go with go go with somebody from my 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 home my homeland and go with um, Muddy Waters. I think yeah. I think Muddy would be a very good time to mm-hmm. like smoke some weed with. Yeah. Give me champagne when I'm thirsty. <laughs> Give me a reefer when I want to get high. Quick uh, quick follow up. <laughs> um, because I was, I was actually going to ask this before you even brought this up, but if you had to or could smoke with one NBA player. Oh, NBA player. Not LeBron James. <laughs> Anyone. Or Kevin Durant. Definitely uh, Dylan Brooks. <laughs> and not Dylan Brooks. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I think there's one obvious answer. Uh, Draymond Green? No. No, Clay. God, no. Clay. Clay would be great. Clay, really? I, cause no. I, I go with Jalen Brunson, man. I'm a Knicks fan, and, and oh. he's the man. And I'm just, <laughs> That's I feel like I, I would maybe also go with Luka. Just, just to like, because I feel like I thought would, about that. I feel like he would yeah. bug out, and I would want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll th- I'm going to go with James Harden because that guy looks like he knows how to have a good time, and we'd have a fun evening. Yes, so and to feel like I would trust James to be all right. Let's get stoned. We can listen to music, or we can go out, and he'd be yeah, like, uh, "You go gotcha. out. You go. I got you." <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, all right. So another rapid fire 420 question: If there was one, your favorite band to listen to when you're like just really zonked out high so it's an obvious answer for me it's pink floyd but that was from my daily smoking days that that's what i would always yeah go to it's a tough question for me <laughs> yeah i mean there's so many answers yeah, depending yeah. on your mood but i think uh i mean one of my answers would definitely just be the allman brothers because it's just kind of yeah, like that's a good one it's it's not dramatic it's just soulful and nice yeah. you know yeah, that that's 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 a good. I remember when I was in high school, and my brother was at Alabama. I whenever I'd go visit him, people would just be drinking and getting high, and all my brothers was always playing, always yeah. it was just blue sky, <laughs> fucking Elizabeth Reed, all that shit, just always. Kersner. Yeah, on this the, is one I'm still thinking on, on this. This is tough. I basically don't. I I only listen to music high, so it's like I don't even. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta ask the so, other way around. Yeah, so just like, say oh, this God. is my what. No, the... <laughs> uh, I, you know I'm gonna go with. I, it's probably like a cliche answer, but Grateful Dead. Man, I can listen yeah, to Grateful I mean, Dead when I'm high and, and just like I love that vibe. That's like the feeling yeah. and the vibe I like strive for. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I think all three of those answers pretty much sum up the classic rock Ooh. stoner game. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah. And, I mean, nailed it. <laughs> Across the board, <laughs> and we all met, we all missed Bob Marley, but that's obviously yeah, that's true too. It's a little I, I don't yeah, a little yeah. on the nose, <laughs> a little on the nose. <laughs> Just real quick, I want to ask a question that's not related to 420, but 420 can land on any day of the week, and this year it's on Thursday. So uh, I was going to ask you guys, apropos of this week's song, when you think about. Rock and roll music, there's a lot of songs that have like a day of the week in the name of the song. Well, give me the one that comes to mind. Oh, Friday, I'm in love by The Cure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that comes to mind really quick. I'll keep it uh, keep it in the wheelhouse. I mean, I definitely thought of uh, Saturday Night Special. Ah, <laughs> there you go. Just a Saturday night. I always, whenever I think about like the first thing that comes to mind is Sun- Sunday Morning by uh, Nico and the Ooh, Velvet yes, Underground. Yes, that's, that's, a, yeah, like, that's a great just, song. Just has like a, a there's a, there's a soft spot yeah. in, in there for me. Give me one more, Matt. Uh, there's so many good ones, you know? Mm-hmm. Monday, Monday, Mamas and the Papas. Yes, it's such a such a good song. Oh, um, God, love that song. Uh, Neil? Easy like Sunday morning. Ah, <laughs> line alone. There's just there's so many good ones, right? The I, days you know, of I mean, the week it's... are so inspirational. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, you experience them yeah, once every you do, seven. You do, you, you, you know, do. every day you're experiencing one of them, and they all uh, have a feel. They all have a feel. They do, and and I'm gonna keep with the Saturday night because we used to close out our shows uh, with this. Uh, it was one more Saturday night <laughs> okay. by the Grateful Dead. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> I, was, mm -hmm. I was talking to somebody about that. I was like, I love playing that song because the band could really kill it. And I could like, because Bob Weir is kind of singing like Elvis on that tune. <laughs> and so I could just try to do like a Bob Weir Elvis impersonation. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, fun. That was fun. Super uh -huh. fun to play. Oh. We, we, we kind of gave it a lot of balls too. It was, it was. Yeah, we, we, we dropped him down. Swung. <laughs> it, was, it was an epic jam. And on that note, you were listening to Pod Gave Rock and Roll to you. And this week we were talking epic jams and songs with days of the week in the title because this week we are talking finally about Leonard Skinnerd and their song Tuesday's Gone from the 1973 album Pronounced Leonard Skinnerd. <laughs> Written by Ronnie Van Zant and Alan Collins and produced by Al Cooper and released on MCA Records. Another shout out to Z106, the classic rock radio of my youth from Jackson, Mississippi. Also, I mean, you know, it's hard, you know, you see Days of Confused at a you know, certain age, and this song is placed so well in that movie. Yeah, so well. Perfection. <laughs> but I am not a person from the South who will not express their love of Leonard Skinner. I I think they write better songs than any other band that claims to be like a Southern rock band. Fair. Just from a songwriting perspective, they're so tight, and there's like not a note out of place on their studio recordings. You know, his voice is very even- throughout pretty much all of their songs which is kind of a weird thing but it's but it's not because it's almost like he almost has like a country cadence it's very lazy taking its time but this song in particular mm -hmm. he's really taking his time oh, yeah. this song makes you sweat without moving humid i mean the main thing listening to it is like the sum is greater than the parts yeah. which i would say sums up the band as well like the the lyric is okay the melody does the does a job. His voice is like sturdy, but the and the music is probably the standout of the individual points. But I'd say there's not a single individual element that you're like, this is amazing. The song itself is the standout, right? Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's just a really oh, yeah. tight, well written, perfectly executed seven minutes of like on the road Americana balladry, yeah. basically. Yeah, it, this this was like also. I didn't realize uh, it was like the first power rock ballad. You know what I mean? Mm, like there were yeah. there were no power rock ballads like this before it, and yeah, and yeah, and it kind of blew up. And I didn't realize that until like I looked up what year that came out. I didn't even you know. Yeah, seventy three. It's early, very early. But man, I, listening to this song again, it's been it had been a while since I, I yeah. listened to this song and mm. when you suggested it and. Every listen, I enjoyed it more. Uh, <laughs> it really, it, like everything about it, 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 it was just so well done all around. And it's like emotional and it's defiant. You know, it's got yeah. all those good emotions yeah. you want from music. And it's so, it's also so Southern too. So like, oh my God. It's so yeah. Southern. And it's great. Southern I, sentimental. Yes. You can you can see the Confederate flag. Yeah, you, you know, like <laughs> when you listen to this song. Yes. Gone with the wind. <laughs> it achieves right. such uh like you said, the sum is greater than you know, the or the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. There's a large sum here too. They have like four guitarists 
you know, yeah. three mm-hmm. p.m. Yeah. So like, there's a there's a lot going on. Yes, there's a always lot. a lot going on. A lot, and it's just <laughs> it's just executed so well, and it really uh, it's such an easy listen, even yeah. even for how long it is. It's, uh, I don't think I ever knew it was a seven minute long song. Yeah, like I, yeah, I, oh yeah. When I first listened to it, I was like, "How long is this yeah. fucking song?" And I was like, "Oh shit, great." They get, great. They get comfortable. <laughs> like, let's just <laughs> sit down and relax, boys. <laughs> yeah, we, I, we got, we're going to be here for a little bit. I actually have also a moment with this song in my life. It from uh-huh. where uh, I graduated from high school. It was stupid as it sounds. Like I. I such a stupid kid, <laughs> but I was, I graduated from high school and like, I was just that first, like got out of that gown and it was taking a shower. And in the shower, I, I had this song on and I was just oh, like, no shit. and I was just like, yeah, man, I'm moving on Tuesdays. My high school's behind me. Tuesdays got, it was such like, like, like that's how, like, why was I like that? But anyway, no, that, like, that's what, that's what good music is supposed to do. Is yeah, make you feel yeah. something like and yeah. remember it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. And yes, uh, we're all fucking little nerds in that, like, <laughs> yeah. at that point. You're like, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed. That shit was emotional as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Train roll on On down the line There's no other pick for Skinner. I mean, there are, but this is the one that you should pick, and you did. Thank you. <laughs> When I first put it on, uh, I was just like, Jesus, it's so good. Like the, the guitar is so warm and beautiful. I mean, as a guitar player, I was just like immediately moved. I'd heard it hundreds of times, if not thousands. But um, if you really take a listen, it is just so emotional. Like the guitar playing, just it's the song as a whole. I think it gets taken for granted a little bit. Like people yeah. don't really put it up there in any kind of pantheon of like some of the best songs. But after listening this week, I really think it's up there. I don't want to live in a world without this song. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't have good stuff like this anymore. Like, I mean, you can say it about so many songs, but like this is so superior to music today. And, you know, it's part of my taste. So, you know, I'm, I'm a dad, I'm 40 some, and some people would call it dad rock, but uh, I, I mean, I think it's, objectively amazing in some ways i do think it's like freebird's cooler brother freebird gets all the acclaim but like this is really such an epic song that's very similar definitely the same themes (laughs) (laughs) they're not subtle about what they're talking about either trains birds (laughs) wind wind (laughs) and there's just something about Tuesday. I think just Tuesday is gone. It's very profound. Yeah. And it's yeah. used a lot in rock and roll. Like, well, Ruby tu- Tuesday is. Ruby Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday afternoon, Paul Simon, uh, Wednesday, 3 a.m. That's Tuesday night. That is. <laughs> <laughs> well, wh- How dare why you? Do you think, why do you think Tuesday? Because um, it's it... just like it's the day after month. Like Monday is like the start <laughs> it's the of the day week. before Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> but like nothing happens. No one ever has plans on Tuesday. Yeah, yes. you know, you no, know. yes. it's a mundane day. Yeah. So do you think there's meaning behind that lyrically, or does it just fit and sound well as a word? I think it just makes the most sense as far as like a forgotten day. Like it's just... I read that it was about a, a a female named Tuesday, but I've never met anyone named Tuesday. <laughs> so <laughs> Josh was deep on Reddit. Yeah, it's it, it's a woman. They were so they were dating. But no, a woman. I think about it with um 
like Tuesday afternoon, the Moody Blues song, it just feels like a like just such a day where like it's a throwaway, but some really profound things can happen. Ruby Tuesday, yeah. it just it seems like a good day to just kind of um, yeah. center like a creative thought around. And honestly, yeah. maybe it had something about like when you're going on the road, maybe you, they were just leaving on a Tuesday. I mean, you could. It'd be funny to just sing this like super seriously, but not do Tuesday. Just Thursday's gone with the wind. Thursday. Our, our new song, our new hit, Thursday's gone with the wind. The, and, and if you could get more Southern than this, calling it Saturday's gone with the wind would make it eat, like hearing him sing Saturday. Saturday's gone. I mean, like, it's just Tuesdays. you can't you can't not do that. Yeah, I guess he does kind of say Tuesdays. Tuesdays. He does. He oh, says yeah. Tuesdays. It's, Tuesdays. The lyric to me, it's nothing special at all. No. Like no. If, if you look at the lyric, it's basically Tuesdays gone with the wind is kind of a cool hook, you know, mm-hmm. and and sounds really good in the melody. But like you mentioned, Matt, I mean, the rest of the song is just kind of like blues and Appalachian yeah. music tropes about yeah. a train and moving on and there's a woman and it's yeah you yeah. know it's not stupid it, it, it it's makes just sense. expressive it's, like it, it's yeah. tightly written yeah. yeah he's not trying to do anything profound i think other than the the chorus you know and the rest is just kind of, it's almost like blues licks just yeah pretty much yeah i, I, I mean the, they, they ba- the overall sentiment of the whole thing though is profound yes mm-hmm. that's we're coming back to the the whole is greater than the sum thing like Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. each individual line is a throwaway it's meaningless but the yeah. but when matched with the music and taken as a whole it does deliver a very profound message I yeah think. and the um like at the end just the train roll on right on train it's just it's cool wordplay that just sounds good it's it, it yeah. sounds inspiring train roll on yeah. well it's definitely something he he i, I guarantee you or um, i would assume he didn't think much about or even he was like, all right, this sounds good. Let's not mm-hmm. overthink this. Fuck it. Tuesday's gone with the wind. Borderline rock and roll lyric there, Neil. What do you think? Yeah, it's it's definitely a rock and roll lyric. I mean. And, and when we say that, Matt, we have a thing where rock and roll lyric is basically just a, something that sounds really cool that's kind of gibberish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. And this is one. this is 100% that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's get get to kind of the vibe you were talking about because if if one individual thing does stand out, it's the music, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. and seventy three is early, so I mean, they're, it's not like they're reinventing things; they're kind of doing stuff that Zeppelin is doing, and you know, I, I don't know if the Allman, Allman Brothers were doing something a little differently, but yeah, I would say this is more Zeppelin than Almonds. Just how they structure the songs, you have you're coming in with like guitar licks slowly meandering into the verse mm-hmm. chorus yeah then there's just this long piano solo and i think the, there's like a mellotron that kind of comes in to accompany it and then you have like a epic guitar solo later it's a, it, they really don't give a shit about mm-hmm. yeah like a four minute tight song because this no. could no. be a very tight four minute song they're like we're gonna make you sit in this vibe and listen to our musicianship for yeah. seven minutes and 100%. we'll make it worth your fucking while and we're gonna fade out at the end because like we don't want to stop playing this. We're, we're, we're gonna play this shit for the ghost you know yeah it's great how they they really just took their time it starts uh it goes through the whole progression once then the guitar comes in it's almost like a guitar solo to start the song yeah, yeah. you know yeah yeah you know josh you were mentioning the melody isn't 
anything super special. The vocal melody isn't, but the music, like the mm. melodic guitars and piano and mellotron. And I couldn't tell if the in the middle that was... I thought it was strings come in. I don't know if that's just Mellotron strings. I think I think it's Mellotron because the lineup for this is Ronnie Van Zant lead vocals, Gary Rossington lead guitar, Alan Collins rhythm guitar, Ed King guitar fills. There are a lot of those. <laughs> Billy Powell on keyboards, Robert Nix on drums, which is interesting because he is not the drummer for the band. He was in the band Atlanta Rhythm Section, and Bob Burns, the original drummer, just didn't play on the studio version for some reason and then al cooper the producer is credited as roosevelt gook playing bass and mellotron and doing backing vocals so like there's no string section involved it's just the lead guitar rhythm guitar the two playing the seven fiddles. guitars it's yeah just it's just... <laughs> and one piano but what stuck <laughs> out is I, I was like is this a guitar song or is it a keys song it's, because yeah. a lot it's of guitar. organ organ it's guitar yeah, but but sometimes I would listen to the song and I'd walk away not thinking about guitars. I'd think more about the that, piano. Well, that, that beautiful piece. piano. Into, that, there's mm-hmm. a piano solo in there, that interlude that's just gorgeous. That is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's just... And then I just couldn't get over the amount of resolves in this song. Every single line has... Mm-hmm. Uh, like It's almost like, like a resolve back to the next... Over to the next line. I, <laughs> they just pummel you with that shit. It's not like just a, a simple little guitar fill. Uh, what's the big? It's like well, yeah. The anticipation of that is so because it's just like kind of like pulls you. What was your phrase, Matt? For the like, catch and release. Yeah, that is catch and release <laughs> yes, all day. Yes, <laughs> nailed it. Yes, it's going to stick. Set it up. Set it up, knocked it down. That Dana is the Mellotron as well, right? It's all, it's everything. It's the guitar. They're all doing it in unison, kind of. At least one of the four guitars. Is yeah, there's so many guitars. It always makes me laugh. I don't know why. They just they just pack so many guitars in, and they and they're all well, they so had, good at guitar. Yeah, it was every yeah. every song. I mean, they had three guitar players, like yeah, three yes. lead guitar players. Well, you know the story about that is the what was that band? Strawberry incense peppermints da, 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 da. whatever band did that strawberry delight something <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the guitar player from that was hired to be the bass player because their original bass player left and then Zant, van zant was like eh, you're too good on guitar let's just bring the original bass player back and you just be the third guitar player <laughs> you just and added so, a guitar <laughs> just going back to that piano solo there was a, a thought i had this week i was like I, it's absolutely not necessary to have in the song Totally. Like it, <laughs> and I was going to say, we were just talking about it, uh, what's more important, piano or guitar? You could take the piano out of the song, and it'd be just as good. You can't yeah. take the guitar out. That's, that's, that's fair. I agree with Way that. to shut me down. Yeah, that's a, that was a, a <laughs> firm argument right there. You burnt. Impressive argument right there. This is their first album. This is the second song on the first album. Coming Basically, the, the producer heard this band... Al Cooper and Al Cooper, he formed, he developed Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and then left before they got famous. He was the keys. He played the keys on uh, Like a Rolling Stone. He played a couple of instruments on Can't Can't Always Get What You Want. He was involved with like he's big time uh, Mike Bloom. 
He's big time. I mean, yeah. Al, you know, I've heard his name. You just He's like one of those guys, yeah. if you know about rock and roll, you just hear his name. Yes. And he kind of was like, i I got to do something with this band. And he actually, he got them on tour with The Who, which kind of blew them up because they were around so many people. And pretty much anybody who heard the band was like, these guys are so fucking tight yeah. because Van Zant they found this little shack in Florida, like swampy fucking near a pond and he would the band would sit there and rehearse for hours and he would go fishing and just listen to them play in the heat and then he'd come back up and he'd be like i got something for that let's let's jam on that and it's like they would just play until every note was perfect and Mm -hmm. you know from what i've read is cooper was just like look they came into the studio and we were just it was just like the songs were already fully formed you can tell the the production like it's amazing, and every note is so perfect and so well thought out. The movements of the music between the sections—it's just so well mm-hmm. produced and mm-hmm. well done. Yeah. And and they all—you you could tell they clearly all took their roles in this song and all their songs like very seriously. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they were not mm-hmm. messing around. They it were, still sounds live. It still sounds yes. like they're, mm-hmm. you know, it's a live. It's, it like, sounds like they're in a garage playing this song, mm-hmm. just and you're walking by it, and they've just been jamming on this song for hours, like you said. For and it's just yeah, and and amazing. the only thing that sounds even like a little different is the Mellotron. So, in if you think about it live, you're like, oh, this other guy's just playing Mellotron with the band. He's yeah. like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do that. The fucking Mellotron, the guy from like a Rolling Stone. Yeah, <laughs> Skinner in general, like the guitar playing is. It's nothing special. It's just perfection of like blues rock, like yeah. blues rock perfection. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is special because of that, but they're not trying to do anything. They're not trying to wow you with like fast licks or anything. It's just a lot of soul it's, and it's, a lot of technique. Yeah, yeah it's really yeah. good. It's not innovative. They're just killing it on. They're just per- perfected that blues rock scale, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's, there was a there was a funny. I read I read some guy. He was just like, look. This is like an A album because all the songs are great. He said it much better than I'm about to say, but he's like, these guys are trying their best not to reinvent the wheel. You know, <laughs> they are they are not yeah, yeah. trying to take music yes. to a different place. Yeah, <laughs> which is smart. It's smart. Yeah, just but keep it simple and do it. But if you listen to this and realize how old it is, you're like, oh, these guys, in terms of what we consider classic rock at this point, were as influential as. In any band you can fucking name in terms mm-hmm. of like what was coming in the late 70s and and, and beyond especially you know yeah. maybe not like punk and new wave and all that shit but what happened in the 80s with rock and roll and stuff like that I mean yeah classic rock like the 100% the format yeah. is, is there in all these songs and I said it about this song and just I think Skinner in general is a little overlooked you know in the grand scheme of yeah. things this album I listened to today is fucking fantastic oh, it's so I good. mean it's so good. It's got Give Me Three Steps and this and Freebird and Simple Man and you know, I mean it's just fucking like a hit after hit. I love that I'm, this and Freebird is, are on is the can same you album. is can you smell that smell on there? No, not on this I one. Know, no. <laughs> that, that it would have brought the album down a little that bit. That was second helping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just can't believe how just underwhelmed I was by the lyric, the vocal, the melody in general, like is super simple and still love this song so much. Yeah. That's why you love it. 
because it's so simple. Kind of the intervals, the progression of the chords, it's probably been used thousands of times in different iterations, but it's just, there are some progressions that if you keep it simple and just do it right, it just sounds good to your ear, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, only one iteration is like just perfection, and that is the Days of Confused ending the party ending the end the party's coming to an end yes. the fight scene ends and this song kicks in right when he gets right when he gets knocked down right yep, yep. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then everybody's and leaving driving home yeah yeah you know aerosmith front row baby <laughs> yeah. and then the song ends when he goes watch the leather <laughs> and you're just like wow what a what a great way to use that song the other the other time is uh and i had forgotten when it was used but of course I watched it today is Happy Gilmore, yeah. the final scene. Uh, yeah, no. Well, I must <laughs> say, I'm waving. happy. Got my hand yeah, back. Yeah, Chubbs, Chubbs. <laughs> Chubbs and the Gator. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln. I got my well, hand. I must say, Josh, I was going to thank you for releasing my Happy Gilmore curse. Because I think for the what? last 20 years, every time I listen to this song, I just saw Chubbs waving <laughs> to me. Chubbs and, and Gator and um, Abraham Lincoln. You've moved on. But I've moved on. I've moved on. I've rode that train. No, it's, it's nice. It's nice to have it back without that vision. Oh, my God. All right. Well, speaking of having visions, I think that brings us to the vibe time portion of this podcast. So, Matt, hopefully you were prepared to bring us into the vibe time. <laughs> a, little, a little bit. A little more. In, uh, a little more prepared. In three, two, one. Ooh, that vibe. Can you smell that vibe? The vibe I guess is all a golf clap. I like that. I like that. <laughs> the vibe is all around you. <laughs> um, okay, it's my song. I specifically want to hear because, like you said, Matt, like I never listened to this song. I, I used to hear it on classic rock radio. I, I you know, I, I never like put on Skinner out. Although this album is so good, I'm I could see myself listening to it again, just popping it on one day if I'm driving up the coast or something. But I would say like it's a perfect song and emotional response. I want to get like on a plane leaving to go somewhere whether i'm leaving my family family here in la or my family back in mississippi either way you're leaving some something behind yeah, yeah. that you care about I, yeah. that's good yeah. I, I feel Perfect. like it makes more sense leaving home to come back to california kind of why because i'm southern no, 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 i could put it on when i'm leaving home from maryland and i probably would get a little misty <laughs> yeah, you're just on the plane. Somebody look, they somebody move away from you a little bit. You're like, oh my god. Uh, Matt, what about you? When, when specifically would you want to hear Tuesday's Gone? Yeah, it's the it's the perfect song for that moment in Days and Confused. Like when you're you spend a night with friends. Oh yeah, it's like the sun's coming up and you're driving home. Josh and I went to a wedding. Uh, years ago and there was one night where we were up oh and out until 6 a.m and we were had a wild night and the drive back to our house in that car on a summer night uh, those, like at 6 a.m that's when oh, we should have played that song i know exactly what night yes. you were talking about that was epic. yes 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 yeah so like that like you know coming home from a party yeah. or just like you know car summer windows down this song just is is rides the wind (laughs) all right neil shout out to that wedding yeah yeah. the saint amours um this song is back in my rotation thank you josh um and you guys definitely inspired me it's it's definitely a song to listen to with old friends for sure yeah but but definitely would drink after drinks like you don't want to be sober like (laughs) what's up 
Good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to take too many gummies. Um, and I'll give you guys Speaking a little peek under the covers. Um, this rocketed to the top of my – I have a playlist when I'm trying to put my um, newborn to bed. And the the lullaby version mm. of this song is so ah. beautiful. Just kind of like <laughs> okay. and even when it gets um during the chorus, like sleigh bells come in and that even hits like Christmas nostalgia moments. It's really like <laughs> sleigh like, bells. Like, like it's great. it's worth a listen. The rock and lullaby. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. Okay. You're definitely making this dad rock now. <laughs> you know, if, yeah, if, yeah, if people yeah. didn't think about dad rock before. And, uh, you know, and, and speaking of dad rock, I think it's time we slide under the influence and talk about the influences of this song. Matt, why don't you get us started on this? What, what do you think? This was an interesting one for me because, like, I don't I don't go so deep in, like, southern rock and blues. Like, I, I know it. I like yeah. it. I listen to it. But I don't I don't know it. Know it like you probably know it like Muscle Shoals. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? I hear the, the Stones. I hear the Rolling Stones influence here. Like, it's almost, I, I could almost hear Mick Jagger singing this song in like his own way. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good call. Yeah. yeah I, I can hear that. Keith playing those riffs. I mean, de- definitely yeah, blues. Yeah. I mean, uh, what you're saying is like they combined, basically took a very country vocalist. Like, because he sounds mm-hmm. like a country music singer. Mm-hmm. And he just yeah. changes it a little bit and puts it in a different format which is blues and rock. And this yeah. song could be a country song, just lyrically, could be a country song, could be a blues song. So the, the, yeah. navigating that those two worlds in pretty much any category, because like, I couldn't really think of anything specific before that sounded just like these guys. Um, yeah, exactly. But afterwards, like, I think, you know, like you said, it's the first rock ballad. So like, Talk to Angels, Black Crows, or... Oh, yeah. Uh, huh? I had that. Oh yeah. Yeah, and or like even like under the bridge, Chili Peppers. You know, mm-hmm, like just mm-hmm. yeah, really yeah. anything like that. That's that's come after. It kind of has yeah. Kings Leon tranny. Just to yeah. use a. I want to know what love is. Like <laughs> 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 uh, um, but yeah, just to... the flame by Cheap Trick. You know, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Just to just to keep going on that. So I had she talks to angels. The movie and every track on the soundtrack for Days of Confused, like it's just, it's all wrapped up <laughs> because even those, so- all the other songs have this yeah. quality to them, you know, Fox on the Run and fucking yeah. Life yeah. by the Drop, Steve yeah. Ray Vaughan, kind of, it's a very introspective song. And the guitar sounds a little bit like Wonderful Tonight, just kind of clapped and riffing on the... Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. And, yeah. and you know what else? they? I don't know if these are more contemporaries, but I feel like they were a little bit before them, is Steppenwolf, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. did you guys check out the um, the Aerosmith kind of rip-off song called Full Circle? No. It's no. basically... No, I'm not it's surprised. basically Tuesday's Gone, like with a little change yeah, not... here and there. And at first I was like, oh, come on, guys. But then I found myself digging it because it's just such a great progression. Like, <laughs> rock up, rock on, fellas. Go for it. Oh, my God. Let's move away from Steven Tyler right now because he is. Yeah, no, no. He, no, 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 no. <laughs> he, he, is, he is in some hot water. Oh, um, Speaking of loving an elevator, I think uh, that's a perfect time to slide under the covers and uh, <laughs> talk about the covers of this song. Which there's not as many as I would have 
I was expecting yeah. more. Yeah. I was expecting I was a expecting lot, more. and there, there's not. I mean, there's a lot. You know what this told me is there's way too many covers of maps. <laughs> That's what this told me. There wasn't enough of those either. But now there's a number one done by Josh Bond. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, but so, all right. Well, Neil, you get what? What is what? Which which one do you like the most? Let's say. <sighs> okay. Well, I, I gave you the the lullaby one, um, and I think instrumentally it works very well. The Vitamin String Quartet, which we bring up all the time, is mm-hmm. a really yeah. good version. I feel I feel like every, all of us probably listened to Metallica. Yeah, um, I, it was good. No, I well, liked it. it's not for me, but it's I respect a mess. it. I respect it. It is a I, mess. Good for good for you guys. So. It's just so like it has zero <laughs> balls. Like it sounds like a, the guitar is being played through like a. Um, and they're like they bring John Popper in for like a long I, harp solo. I'm like I, pass, <laughs> hard pass here. I didn't mind um, it. I, I didn't look. I, I'm not gonna say I loved it, but I, 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 I it was a good. In the background, I mean, it's cool. It's again, novel, just like you know. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But the, other than that, I just listened to some other classic uh, Southern rockers doing it. Greg Allman. It was just sweet to hear him sing a song. It was uh, him yeah. when he was old. Um, and he I, sounded good. And I listened to Warren Haynes yeah, do it, just kind of with uh, with a keyboard player. Kind of, they looked like they're like open mic, but I'm sure they weren't Warren Haynes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I I also heard Hank Williams Jr. do it, yeah. and it, yeah. the production's not great. Yeah. Um, or it, it's 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 always good to hear produced. his voice, but like yeah, yeah I, I, he sounds he sounds good singing yeah, it. That's yeah. even though he overdoes it a little bit. Uh, like he tries to show out. But I, honestly, the I listened to the, the the demo version, which is is cool to listen to just to see what was missing from mm-hmm, the actual song because mm-hmm. it is not as good. Um, but then there's a live there's a really good live album from 1976. Oh just yeah, called, one more from the road. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man, and uh, uh, dude. It, it, the, the, the the piano really stands out in the song in that version. Mm-hmm. It, it almost makes it sadder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, and the guitar solo too. They really take it to like that power. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ballad in that version. Yeah, in the recorded version, they don't really let the guitar loose to the very end when they fade out because the, the guitar is playing. It's loud and in front the whole time, but they yeah. but it's all just very constructed yeah. melodies uh, but this song is the definition you look up slow build in the fucking <laughs> slow burn <laughs> slow burn yeah uh, yeah i mean his again just real i don't think we touched on this enough his voice does not really go up at all throughout the song <laughs> it, it, there's that one cool line where he's just like train roll on that yeah. goes into mm-hmm. the the thing yeah, yeah, but yeah otherwise he's just right here mm-hmm. the entire yeah. time just slowly making his way that's it it's like you said before though that's every song like i don't even know if he was capable of uh other true. True. <laughs> uh yeah and unfortunately he didn't get to live uh long enough to to, to show us um yeah. although just funny story in mississippi not funny but in mississippi like there's the highway you take to go from where i grew up to new orleans there's just a sort of road sign in the middle of like nowhere really it's just like next exit skinner plane crash site oh god yeah, well, oh, I, I must say, I uh, one day I, I put on the Skinner documentary. Um, I forget what uh, streaming it's service good. it's on, but halfway through, I just got sad and had to turn it off. It's very sad, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, like, is. Like, really it was sad, just depressing me. And I love Skinner and I love guitar, yeah. but I was like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Well, Neil, yeah. let's move away from the depression and put some shoes on and get ready to go out, talk about how the shoes fit for this song, which... It's my song, so I will I will get us started here. I'm going barefoot for this song. Like I, 
<laughs> I, I want to stand. I want to stand in the dirt and feel the wind on my toes. That's 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 what I want. That's how this song. Fits. Well, okay. Now that we're at what our hundred and twenty fifth podcast. I'm, I'm, I've been I've been wow. struggling with the shoes. We're running out of shoes. <laughs> so one more nod to Happy Gilmore. I'm going to go with some golf shoes just to just to give it one more because you could say anything here. It's such a good song. Some golf shoes. Very, very nice. Very nice. Soft spikes. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I only have one shoe on because I lost the other <laughs> at the party. I was at with my That's friends. A fantastic answer. And so like I'm. I'm driving now, and I'm in the car, and I'm like, my shoe is gone with the wind. <laughs> so your one foot is hanging out the window, the roll-down window. Yes. So yes. Your al- shoe is gone. You also have the wind in your toes. Perfect. I do. It is. And- That's a, you need, basically, you need wind in your toes yeah. for this song. Yeah. That's the point we're trying to make exactly. on this podcast. With the wind. Uh, and on that note, uh, our cover of <laughs> Leonard Skinner's Tuesday's Gone. Tuesday's. Tuesdays. I don't
train roll on many miles from my home see I'm, I'm riding my
The cover you just heard was performed by Josh Bond. Thanks for listening to Pod Gabe Rock and Roll to you. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and rate on Apple, iTunes, and Spotify or wherever you listen. If you'd like to communicate with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram under the handle at PodGaveRock or shoot us an email at the address what at PodGaveRock.com. Next week is our guest Matt's week. So, Matt, what will we be discussing? Uh, we'll be discussing... The Peter Murphy song cuts you up. Damn, wait! <laughs> <laughs>